The Second World War witnessed the deaths of more than 60 million people from over 60 different countries. Entire cities were laid waste. National borders were redrawn and many millions more people found themselves displaced. Over the past couple of decades, many of those living in the Middle East or parts of Africa, the Balkans, Afghanistan, and even the United States may feel, justifiably, that these troubled times have already proved the most traumatic in their recent past. Yet, globally, the Second World War was, and remains, the single biggest catastrophe of modern history. In terms of human drama, it is unrivaled. No other war has affected so many lives in such a large number of countries. Yet much of what we think we know about the Second World War is steeped in perceptions and myth, rather than fact. For the past sixty-odd years we have looked at this cataclysmic conflict in much the same way, particularly when it comes to examining the war in the West, that is, the conflict between the Axis, led by Nazi Germany, and the Western Allies. Seventy years on, the generation that fought through the war is slipping away fast. At the time of writing, the vast majority still living are into their nineties. There has been an urgency about the way in which veterans have been interviewed before it is too late, and there is no doubt that it is the human experience of war that has been the focus of much of the recent mainstream books on the subject. The human drama of the war is what first drew me to the subject. It still seems incredible that just a short time ago we in Europe were embroiled in such a bitter and destructive conflict. I have often wondered what I would have done had I been a young man back then. Would I have joined the Air Force, the Navy, or the Army? How would I have coped with the loss of friends and family? How would I have dealt with the fear, or with the often brutal conditions, or with being away from home for up to years on end? The questions are still fascinating, and the immensity of the drama is still compelling. But as my knowledge and understanding have grown, so have I realized how many questions still remain, and how vast a subject the war really is. It is, however, easier to unearth new material and learn fresh perspectives than it once was. The comparative cheapness of travel, the opening up of many archives and especially the advent of digital photography have all played important parts. I should know, for in the past decade I have traveled to Germany, Austria, Norway, France, Italy, America, Canada, New Zealand, India, Egypt, Tunisia, Libya, South Africa, and Australia, visiting archives, interviewing veterans, and walking the ground. When I began, a visit to the archives meant taking hugely time-consuming notes in pencil. Now, what once took a week can be achieved in a fraction of that time. When I was at the Citadel, the Military College of the South in Charleston, South Carolina, I photographed most of General Mark Clark's entire papers in a day. Back home, these papers can then be examined more thoroughly and at leisure. It means greater detail can be absorbed and analyzed.